Hi everyone, it's Jason, and welcome to the JC Weather Podcast. It's Sunday, March 28th, and we had an interesting day in regards to few snow showers moved across parts of the area. We've got very cold air aloft, as we've had for much of the weekend, with this big upper low sitting just to our west. Yesterday, we had another disturbance rotate through. Some places did see pea-sized hail. Got a couple of um, couple of reports of lightning and thunder. So it's been an interesting weekend in the tri-state. And we're going into what will be kind of a, uh, call it a split decision work week. In that we're going to have winter weather for the first half of it. And then we're going to transition into something very spring-like. So we've got this blocking pattern going on right now. We've got higher-than-normal pressures over Greenland. This upper trough that's been plaguing us over the weekend is going to only slowly drift east. And the core of this Arctic air mass is first going to move in tomorrow. So a few records could be set tonight and tomorrow. We're looking at for um for tonight, probably not. There's also a big spread in these. New York City, the low would be 13, whereas for Kennedy and LaGuardia, the low is in the low 20s. So we'll watch to see that. Now tomorrow, watch to see the potential of some record low maximums. I think we're going to do it. Anywhere from 34 to 37 across the tri-state and I think tomorrow we may very well only get to around 30 or 31 degrees so those are going to be shattered and then tomorrow night we'll probably be going down into the upper teens to around 20 so definitely we'll see records fall tomorrow night at Kennedy and LaGuardia, possibly, if not even probably, at Islip. Now, the flow is going to start changing pretty quickly on Tuesday. We'll get into high pressure from the west, and then we'll see a ridge quickly pop up in the east and replace this trough. And that's going to be just in time for this frontal system to affect the area. So this will start out with... A warm front moving through Wednesday afternoon. Then we'll get a slow-moving cold front Thursday straight through Friday morning. And there'll be a wave on that front also to slow things down and enhance precipitation. We'll have to make sure that any severe weather that may go on over the Mid-Atlantic won't wind up also extending into our area. And we will clear out somewhat by the end of the week as the frontal system moves east, but there is another upper low associated with it that we have to deal with. So for tomorrow, it's mostly cloudy, it's breezy. Perhaps we see a flurry that would be a lake effect snow shower making it all the way to the coastal plain. And highs will be in... The low and middle 30s, lows will be in the low 20s. For Tuesday, we're going to call it sunny and breezy. 
We're already seeing improvement with highs in the low 40s and lows in the upper 20s. Wednesday, this is the day when the warm front comes through. Probably not with much fanfare. We'll call it mostly cloudy with highs in the mid 40s. Maybe someone will see a raindrop or a snowflake out of that. We'll keep watching it. And we'll see lows Wednesday night only settle back into the upper 30s. And that sets us up for the big change on Thursday. We'll call it mostly cloudy with rain becoming likely in the afternoon. But it will be much warmer. Highs will get into the mid-60s late Thursday. And we'll only settle into the mid-50s Thursday night. Then Friday, we've got a 40% chance of morning showers and thunderstorms. Then we should clear out a little bit. It's another warmer-than-average day with highs in the low 60s and lows in the low 40s. Now, the tri-state region is not going to be the only part of the country that's going to get in on these big vacillations in temperature through the course of the week. So we're looking at, in particular, parts of the southwest, straight up north and east towards Minneapolis. They're going to have an interesting winter storm. They've been warm the past several days. In fact, certain places exceeded 80 degrees. Places like Rapid City, South Dakota and Tulsa, Oklahoma were well into the 70s. And these will continue on Monday, but the change is coming because we're going to watch a potent storm that's going to come down the west coast. It is going to bring some rain to California. Goodness, do they need it. But that's going to be spreading north and east, and we're going to watch chilly air with this upper trough come into the western U.S. This will first start affecting the mountainous parts of the northwest. And we may see snow levels really drop in parts of Wyoming in particular and Colorado. And then it's going to start to head north and east. And eventually it's going to make its way into the upper Midwest. See snow also in Canada, parts of Saskatchewan and Manitoba, as well as the northern plains than parts of the Great Lakes by the time we get to Thursday when it's bringing us our warm front. So, again, heaviest snows with this one, given the storm track, actually look like they'll be in Canada. But we could be looking at a couple of inches in and around Minneapolis. And the Twin Cities area does get a little over two inches of snow in April on average, there will also be some icing. This is especially true for northern parts of Michigan, northern Wisconsin, maybe some of the hills in western Pennsylvania. So we'll be watching for power outages. Could also be some gusty winds across the upper Midwest late Wednesday and Thursday to add to their misery. And we're also, last but not least, we do have a vibrant severe weather season going on. And we're going to be watching from parts of Oklahoma 
Texas, down to Tennessee and Alabama as we head into the later portions of the week. Also on Wednesday, it is going to be turning much cooler again in the western half of the country just as we warm up. I'm Jason, and thank you for listening. You can find out more by going to jcmeteorologicalservices.com, on Patreon at jcweather, and as always, on Facebook at jcweathernyc in Long Island.